0: I want to speak to us for the few moments we have together this morning. Jesus plus nothing. Tell your neighbor next to you, Jesus plus nothing. Tell your neighbor on the other side, Jesus plus nothing. Colossians 1:28. the Bible says, Christ is our message. We preach to awaken hearts and bring every person into the full understanding of truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry To labor with a tireless intensity, with His power flowing through me, to present to every believer the revelation of being His perfect one in Christ Jesus. I want to say to you this morning that Jesus stands all by Himself, He doesn't need any addition, He doesn't need any support. He doesn't need any addition or subtraction. You don't have to subtract from Christ to sell it, to sell Him to somebody. You don't have to add to Christ to try and sell Him to somebody. When you stand as a born-again believer, as a Christian, Jesus is enough. Amen. Jesus plus nothing. All you have to do is stand with your understanding of who Jesus is. And as you understand who Jesus is, amen, the world, you'll make a difference in your world when you just represent Jesus for who He is. So Jesus plus nothing is enough to awaken hearts and to bring every person in the full understanding Standing of truth. So often we want to add something to Jesus or subtract something from Jesus to make him more acceptable for the hero in society. So what is meant by adding to Jesus? Well 1 Corinthians 1:18 says "For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved, it is the power of god notice the bible said jesus on his by himself the name jesus the person of jesus the sacrifice of jesus amen the bible said what it is the power of god to those who are being saved there is enough power in the name of jesus amen to change a whole person's destiny jesus doesn't need any addition any additives he just is by himself jesus amen he is who he is verse 19 says for it is written i will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent so the bible speaks about the wisdom of the wise the wisdom of the world When the world wants to try and tell you who Jesus is not and they don't even have hearts that are awakened to Him. They don't have hearts that are born again. It's amazing how people will tell us who Jesus is or who He's not and they don't even know Him because they try to understand Him in the wisdom of the intellect. And I want to tell you this morning that although God is very intelligent and He has a high intellect, amen, the Bible said He has a wisdom that surpasses human intellect. No human, I don't care. See, AI is now the new buzzword around the world. AI, artificial intelligence. Well, we also have AI. We have Abba's identity. We have Abba's influence, amen. We also have AI in the church. We mustn't be afraid of what the world is trying to sell you. Now, will AI affect? I'm sure it will have an effect. It's like the the stagecoach or the horse and buggy movement in the years gone by, in the 1800s. If you used to watch these Western movies, Then suddenly Henry Ford decided to invent a a motor car. That whole industry changed. So don't fear change, amen, embrace change. Go with what is changed. Don't compromise Jesus, but go into the world and make a difference. Are you here this morning? And I want to say to you that God will destroy the wisdom of the wise, meaning don't add anything to Jesus. Represent Jesus for who he is out there in the marketplace. Don't sell him short, amen. Don't try and oversell him. Just be who Jesus is. Let him be who he is this morning. Can you say amen? You see that that word it said he'll bring to nothing. The Greek word nothing is atheteo, which means to disesteem or to neutralize or to disannul or to frustrate or to bring to naught or to reject. So he says he will frustrate the wisdom of the world. A lot of frustration going on in the world. Look around the education system, look around the political system, look around governments, look around different things in the world. We're seeing this whole new agenda. Everyone's having a a hissy fit about the transerism new agenda around the world. People are challenged with their identity. Am I this or am I that? Am I a man or am I a woman? Trans, everyone's thinking about trans, but it's amazing. In the apartheid era, we had a whole province called Transvaal. It means a cross. It means you used to go, you either lived on that side of the river or this side of the river. Don't, don't be afraid of it. It's not a, it's a, it's a, the world will try to make it a woo thing. Another church comes and says, we must fight all this And how no. Did you know that Jesus in his time, there was a time when there was a transfiguration. He took um, Peter and John up onto a mountain and on the mountain appears Moses and Elijah. Moses representing the law, Elijah representing the prophets. And there's this place called transfiguration. And Peter is so wowed by this whole uh, manifestation of of the greats that he was taught as a young Jewish boy. He gets to see Moses live. He gets to see Elijah live. And so he says, Jesus, this is amazing. When you come along with your new belief or the, the gospel message, let's add Moses to you. And let's add the prophets to you. And the Bible says, and a voice comes out of heaven and rebukes Peter. And he says, Peter, no. He says, this is my son. Hear him. He says, Jesus does not need to stand with Moses to be who he is. We don't need Jesus plus the law of Moses. We don't need Jesus plus the prophets. Let me help somebody this morning. You don't need to go to a prophet to get a word from God. Amen. You don't have to run to every prophet to go and get a word from God. I know we've been having revival meetings. and I understand that some people have prayed for that you might come and say, well, I wasn't prayed for in one of these meetings. I must have missed God. Well, read your Bible. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter chapter 1, the Bible says in days gone by, God spoke to the early fathers by the prophets, but now He speaks to us by His Son. And you have the Spirit of Sonship inside of you. You have the prophetic Word inside of you. You don't need to go to a prophet. You have the prophetic word inside of you. you buried with Christ. You died with Christ. You were buried with Christ. You are raised with Christ. You are seated with Christ. And you are seated with Christ. You can hear from God. 24-7, 365. Can you say amen this morning? Jesus plus nothing. Come on. And I don't criticize the prophetic ministry. With social media, now you interact a lot more with people's ministries because you see them on your phone. I don't criticize anybody who claims to be this or claims to be that, but Jesus does not need a prophet to build his church. Jesus does not need an evangelist to build his church. Jesus does not need any human to build his church. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And if humans won't put up their hands, now he gives us gifts and ministries in the body of Christ. He anoints people with evangelical gifts and pastoral gifts and apostolic gifts. That's the gift God gives humans. But He doesn't need any human. He stands all by Himself. You and I weren't here when He gave His life on Calvary. So now why do we think He needs us in the sense of, well, we must add something to Christ. No, it's Jesus alone. Jesus plus nothing. Can you say amen this morning? I don't minimize Him. Oh, let me tell you, if the prophetic, uh, if a prophet is accurate in what he's saying, The prophet should merely confirm what the Word of God has already been speaking to you about. You can't go to a prophet to get a new word because then the Word of God, Christ, is not alive in your heart. Because He should be speaking to you 24-7. Because you are alive to God and dead to sin. The Bible said we were dead to God and alive to sin before Christ came. And when Christ gave His life, that's why Christ is our message. So read your Bibles. Speak to Him. Walk with Him. Talk with Him like Adam did in the cool of the day. the Bible said when when man was separated from God, Christ comes to break down the middle wall of separation. You're not far from God this morning. You don't have to hunger for God. You are filled with God. Why? Because He said, I am the bread of life. I'll show you in a moment. You are filled and full. Speak to Him. Talk to Him. Speak to the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to reveal more of Jesus to you. You have the mind of Christ. You are able to know exactly what tomorrow is going to bring. Why? Because He'll lead you and guide you into all truth. You don't need some other addition to Him. Sometimes we say Jesus plus whatever, three points of this, or Jesus plus an ideology, or Jesus plus a philosophy. And Paul says, don't be deceived by the emptiness of philosophy. Philosophies. There's seven different major philosophies. There's nine or something major ideologies around the world. For example, communism. Amen. It's an ideology. It's a philosophy. It's a man-made system. I use the one because I see all of you going, Woo you can know." It's elections next year. I'm saying this to us. A political party. It's an ideology. We form a belief. We have a certain belief system. We give ourselves a name. That's why I say people come to Cape Town for the DA. You know why? Because it's called double anointing. Amen. The church is double anointed. Come to the church. And the church should preach the gospel to awaken hearts, to send politicians into political parties. We should preach the gospel to awaken hearts, to send them into the communistic parties, to send them into these places. Why? But it's only the gospel that can awaken a human heart. It's only the gospel. They say we know awoke agenda well we have to awaken people's hearts and the only way a heart of stone becomes a heart of flesh where it's pliable to the voice of God is the message of Christ we preach Christ crucified I want to talk to you this morning and encourage your heart and say to you don't look for a sign don't look for something over there Christ is in you and if Christ is in you, you have everything that pertains to life and godliness. Christ is enough. Christ stands all by himself. He needs no addition. He doesn't need Moses. He doesn't need Elijah. He is who he is by himself. I am Christ and I stand by myself. Are you here this morning? Jesus plus nothing. Amen. He said, where is the wise? 1 Corinthians verse 1 verse 20. Where is the wise? Where is, all these slim Where is the scribe? Chat GPT, GTP, GCCPPPP. Chat to Jesus. Just chat to him. How do I chat to him? Oh, Father of the I cometh unto thee. No, he's not a King James God. I told you last week, pastors just swear in King James. That's all we do because we're holier than other people. So people think, just chat to him, talk to him, walk with him. He ascends from the, he rises from the dead and he walks on the road to Emmaus, And two of his disciples are walking with him. They spent three years with him. But when he's in his glorified body, they don't even recognize who he is. And he's this good God. He's not this judgmental God with a big stick and a big black book waiting to hit you on the head, waiting for you to judge you according to what you're not doing. Oh no, my brother, my sister, before you and I, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Before you and I understood any Christian terminology, before we understood anything about redemption and sanctification and righteousness and all these clever words, we were just sinners, saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. He said, if we're going to boast, let's boast in Him. Let's tell people, hey, listen, man, you don't know where I was. And then I heard this great message of this incredible sacrifice, this perfect sacrifice that was given on behalf of all humanity, that we were separated from God through our sin nature. And Christ comes and he becomes this perfect sacrifice on Calvary. And he gives his life and he declares just before he gives up his spirit, he said, it is finished. No longer does any human being have to be separate from God ever again. Notice the Bible said, if you will believe, it's the simplest way to get into a relationship with God. The Bible says, only believe. And we complicate this thing. Only understand, only this, only that, only that. Yes, we are saved unto good works. We're not saved by our good works. And when we are saved, we do great things for God. But what if we don't do great things for God? What if we think we're not doing enough for God? We have all these conflicts in our, in our Christian walk because we think we're not doing enough. Listen, Christ is enough. Jesus is enough. Jesus plus nothing. The Bible said in Hebrews, if we remain faithful, if we are faithless, He remains faithful. Isn't that an encouraging passage of Scripture? If we are faithless, I've lost my faith at times, haven't, haven't denied Christ, but there's been times in my life where I thought to myself, my God, where are you? Do I have to continue going through this battle? Do I have to, do, uh, I, sh- I thought that this Christian thing was moonshine and roses. That guy in America sold it to me that I'm going to make all this money. I'm not going to have a problem. And now I've just got challenges. And he said, exactly. He said, what did you think I told you? In this lifetime, you'll be challenged. But be of good cheer. I, not I, Aiden, I, Christ, have overcome the world. And if you put your faith and your trust in me, if you'll rest in what I've done for you, if you'll understand that, I can't leave you nor forsake you. Because when I found no human by which I could put my trust in, I started it out of my He let me down. And so you go through the list. And all the, the Bible calls them, the, the Hebrews 11, the hall of faith. And we see all these great accolades of faith. And God applauds that. But he says, I put my faith in man. Or I put my trust in man. And there was no man that could live up to what I required from humanity. And so when I found no human by which I could put my faith in, I put my faith in myself. And he said, that's why I swore by myself. When I found a human by which I could put my faith in, I put my faith in myself. And that's why I can't leave you nor forsake you. So when you are faithless, I don't make a commitment to your faithlessness. I make a commitment to my faithfulness. When I'm faithful, I'm going to come for you. I'm going to come looking for you. I don't care where you are. I don't care how low you are. I don't care how high you are. I can't leave you. I can't forsake you. Why? Because Christ is our message. And we have to preach Christ by himself. Oh you yeah, are this morning Christ is our message I know some of you are impossible but what must we do but well, what did you do in Calvary 2,000 years ago what was your role on that cross what was your role in Gethsemane nothing we didn't have a role and when we put our faith in him for 2,000 years Christ's blood held its power to forgive your sins I was born again on in 1992 for 1,992 years that blood at Calvary kept its power and 1,992 years later this man heard the message of that sacrifice 2,000 years ago and it had the power to save me it has the power to save If you will believe, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whomsoever shall shall believe in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Come on, that is some good news this morning. Jump to your feet this morning and give our Lord Jesus a great shout of praise. Christ is our message. Jesus plus nothing. 100 A.D. I always laugh at people when they say they don't believe in Jesus. I said, well, your old calendar is based on him. I don't believe in him. Well, they, they say your calendars are around him. 19, 2023 is 2023 after Jesus died. So it takes a lot of faith to be an atheist. Because you have to tie all the time to the reality of Christ. When an atheist's wife has a baby. No science there was a big bang and out came my little angel i don't know if that works like that i've seen wars i see this war in the in russia and ukraine i see when you throw a bomb and there's a big bang i see there's a big hole i don't see ordered perfection so i don't know where you come with all this it's wisdom of of man the bible said and when they denied god for who he is he gave them over to defile natures and now he says The way he restores man back to him is through the foolishness of this message. Christ, the power of God. Christ, the wisdom of God. Listen, he says, where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? He said, for since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. Through all of your books and all of your universities and through all of your technology and through all of your new chat this and chat that and AI this and AI that, I understand, I'm not against those things, except if you know, if a robot's affordable, I'm, I'm getting one because if that thing can mow my lawn and that thing can make my work lighter, equip you know, equip some of three, five just make sure there's ESKIM electricity to charge the thing, I don't know how that's going to work the robot and I looking at each other saying, sorry pal we have to wait for load setting to finish, then you can go back to work again, I have to charge you first I fear these things, man. It's all just for your, your benefit. I love technology. I think it's, the, it's one of the greatest inventions that ever man ever thought out. But this, look at this device I'm preaching on. This guy, he was a very clever guy. And he was one of the great, profound minds of his time. And he invented things. He, he digitized telephony. He took it. I was in the cell phone industry, so it resonates more with me. I was in the cell phone industry when cell phones started in South Africa. And cell phones used to be linear used to be what do you call it um what's the word it wasn't digital it was that thing analog it was every every cell phone provider had their own software so if you wanted to update your software you had to bring it to my shop you bring your little nokia mckendrick 5110 whatever it was and then you plug it into my computer then i download it after the whole night because it was like one kilobit per hour the internet was dial up for the young generation it's a thing through a telephone you watch a movie and then you come back and it's halfway down then it crashes and you start all over again it's like that was like that vibe so we used to update the phones guy books in your phone you book it in you come back two days later to fetch your phone because I do I I update your software then Steve Jobs comes along and he says no let's connect this thing to the internet let's digitize telephony and he digitizes telephony and this other company Nokia was the biggest cell phone company on the planet they never saw the, sh- the change they didn't see the change coming and they thought that's oh, just another opposition in the market but it wasn't he was forever going to change the game of telephony and that's why iOS stands for internet operating system because it now operates on the internet so you don't have to come to my shop anymore you know I just push a button at home and it picks up the, the Wi-Fi and it updates the phone great and this man invents this and he's his product goes viral. and He makes the most money in the planet. At one stage, he was the richest man on earth through an idea he got. But then also at one stage, he develops an illness. And this man's got all the money on the planet, and he's dying, and he's paying the best doctors in the world, and he can't heal himself. The Bible said, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? where is the dispute of this age when in your intellect you can maybe make great products you can simplify our lives and I I applaud you for that but there is this thing called life and there's a thing called eternal life and you do not determine the days of your life on this earth you might use these days to do great business and you might make money and now you Jesus plus my estate or Jesus plus my success or Jesus plus my asset portfolio or Jesus plus my social media info whatever it might be but there's going to come a day When you and I will be at a place where no money, no technology, no information, no intellect, no intelligence will be able to determine the condition of our life at one point, for we all shall die. And I say this not to put fear in us this morning. I say, run for Jesus. If God blesses you with a great idea, make billions and millions and do your thing. Use your gifts and talents to the glory of God. But don't think, don't think that your life on this earth is what it is all about. It's about this life to come. And the Bible says you were born for a purpose. You have a fingerprint. God put you on this earth for a reason. You're sitting here this morning, you're watching me by way of technology. You say, what is my purpose on this earth? Your purpose on this earth is to know Christ. Your purpose on this earth is to know Jesus. Why? Because Christ is our message. Christ, the Bible says, let me read to you the Bible so you don't think I'm making this up. Listen, the Bible says what? For since, verse 21 in the wisdom of God the world through wisdom did not know God it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe verse 22 for Jews request a sign listen they want to add signs and wonders don't look for signs and wonders will signs and wonders follow the preaching of Jesus yes but don't look for them what if they don't come what if the pastor doesn't pray for you in a meeting you must go to another meeting to look for you know you're gonna start becoming a revival chaser. I don't criticize that or prophet chaser. I don't criticize that. I just say you can rest in Christ without any human ever praying for you. Why? Because Christ is enough, He is peace, He is wisdom, He is the bread of life, He is the light of the world, He is enough. Christ is enough, He is peace in the midnight hour, He is the way, the truth, the life. Christ is enough. Jesus plus nothing. Are you here this morning? I don't make light of the gifts that God puts in the church, but I say be careful that you don't think you can miss God because now somebody didn't pray for you. You see, if you're in Christ, the Bible said 2 Corinthians 5, 17, for behold, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things become new. If this building represented Christ, if this was Christ, the body of Christ, this building, and I'm in this building, the rain can fall i'm fine why because it's falling on christ the governments will be on his shoulders when i'm in christ i'm safe and secure if i'm in the boat if i'm in the, the ship i'm fine we have to stay in christ how do we stay in christ we just believe and we abide in him how do you abide in christ pastor do you fast 14 hours a day and the other guy oh, well i heard my neighbors fasting 16 hours i bet up my game 18 hours okay my neighbor says 22 now we've got a fasting competition eventually we will be so thin we'll look like a barcode amen in a photograph they criticized Jesus they said why do your disciples not fast he said why should they fast if the bridegroom's with him now I'm throwing your doctrine upside down now he said why should we fast when I'm here with him and my question to you is if you're seated with him you can fast fast but if you don't fast are you now? Ooh, is there a big cloud of judgment coming upon you? How many of you did not read your Bibles this week? Repent, for you shall. Must I put that uh, heavy on you? How many of you said a bad word this week? Repent, for you shall. Must I put another heavy on you? Do you see this, this insanity we play with? We don't get to a point where we ever go, where's this end? It ended with Christ 2,000 years ago when he said, it's finished. And he said, if you put your faith in me, and when you do mess up, what does Hebrews twelve say? He says just look back to Christ. When you mess up, if you ever, have you ever, have you ever, when we first moved to Cape Town um, years ago, they just introduced introduced GPS. So we used to have those dom doms, those tom toms on your on your cart. It used to get me more lost than found. And I, my wife phones me one and she goes, "This thing doesn't work. It says." turn left turn and uh, there's no turn i said but it says ahead it's still look there it says 300 meters she wants to turn yeah she almost wiped thousands of people off on the freeway we come from kimley what do we know there's still donkeys there it's a one horse town if you hit the horse the the town's finished amen so we come to cape town Ooh, big city using gps Yes, that here's what i'm trying to say (laughs) is that the destination where you were going has never changed It's just we didn't know the directions to get there. And Sometimes we think that when we mess up, the destination of our eternal life in Christ is going to be messed up. It can't be messed up. Because Christ said, if you put your faith in me here, he said, Hebrews 10, 14 says, He said, for once forever, the sacrifice, the sin offering of Christ forever sanctified us and justified us. You must understand that. Otherwise, you're going to have this yo-yo Christian life. I'm not good enough. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. I didn't get the tender. It must have been because I swore three days ago. No. God is good. God is good. And His mercy endures forever. You are in the palm of His hand. Nothing can take you out of the palm of His hand. All you have to do is when you doubt, look back to Christ. Look at Him. Amen. People say to me, well, you know, uh, you must read your Bibles. I read my Bible every day. I love reading my Bible. But did you know that Christ, the Word of God, is also inside of you? So the, the, the Word of God is inside your Bible, and the Word of God is also inside of you through Christ. Because the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory as of the Son. And when you believe in Christ, the Bible says the Holy Spirit comes, and He fills you with Christ. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says this. He says, Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom. Hermeneutically exegete that scripture, pastor. I have had a guy say to me once, he inboxed me, he said, your hermeneutics are out. I said, I don't even know what that means. I know Herman and I know, I don't know hermeneutics. But people want to criticize pastors for saying a word. I heard what you said. Stop being that kind of Christian. You don't have to be hermeneutically correct. Just believe in Christ. With a man on the cross, he was a, a murderer, a thief. He didn't do anything that that the church or that people think they have to do in order to get close to Christ. He said, I believe in you today. And he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. He did nothing to qualify. He just believed. Now, why do we have this heavy? Now, if we are saved like I've been saved for 31 years. Yes, we study. Yes, we work hard at certain things. Yeah, but what if you mess up? You have to grovel back to God for acceptance? No. The Bible said that sacrifice of his blood was sufficient once. And if you'll put your faith in him and you'll abide in him, he says what? You'll be with him all the time. Speak to him, chat to him. And then every now and then use chat GPT as well. It's okay. It's not that evil. But that's what he says. He says, but we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews, a stumbling block. How do you preach this man on a cross? Because we understood Moses. We don't understand this man. And to the Greeks, foolishness. What silliness is this? I've, I've been told so many times. The only reason why Christians believe in Christ is because they can't make it in the big wide world. They're too weak to make it out there, so they run to the church. The Bible says to Greeks foolishness. You think that this message is foolishness because your heart is hardened towards him. Your heart is a heart of stone. My heart was a heart of stone for many, many years. My, I was hardened towards the things of God. I saw my parents get saved. I saw my parents get involved in the church. I saw my parents heard them praying in tongues at home sales. My heart was hardened. Yet I was interested in what they were doing because I didn't know what they were doing. But my heart was hardened. The Bible says until your heart doesn't become a heart of flesh, God can't speak to you. You're always going to have your, your opinion, your intellectual opinion, your little keyboard warrior. He has my five cents worth on your sermon. He has my seven cents worth on this. But yet you don't believe anything yourself, but you want to criticize the ones who do believe. And the Bible said to the Greeks, it was foolishness, this message of Christ on a cross. It didn't make sense. How does it make sense to me? I'm not a, a, an intellectual person. I mean, I, I was lazy at school. I was a, a sinner at school. So I ran away from my responsibilities. I thought E was for enough and I thought H was for hopeful and G was for good. But that didn't, that, they tell me it didn't work like that when I got my results back. I'm not a foolish person I'm not a stupid person but I ran away from my responsibility but I say this to us if you're a thinking person like I am or intellectual person with half a half a brain you'll go this is stupid man to believe in this guy I'm gonna cross and you're gonna go to heaven all this fairy tales stuff. it's stupid he said it's foolishness to the Greeks it's foolishness to to intellectual professors but yet that same professor when that same professor gets into a medical ailment or a marriage ailment or whatever where do they run to (laughs) the church My Christian cousin or my Christian friend, I need advice. I'm amazed how much how many of my family phone me when they need advice about life, but when they're doing life, they don't need anything else but themselves. And I say this to us not to criticize. I say this to us this morning so you don't give up on the hope that is inside of you. That you don't quit on the simple message of Christ. Don't go out and be against trans anything. Don't go out again, don't be against anything, but be for Christ and don't water it down the only reason why people struggle with gender identity is because they haven't received the new identity and if you receive your new identity in Christ all things pass away all things become new you'll understand by the Spirit of God he will speak to you at midnight and say to you this is what a man is and this is what a woman is I don't have to tell you what you're not I have to tell you who he is and if I tell you who he is you'll find out who you are my job is to tell you about Christ Christ is my message and if you'll understand your new identity in Christ, you'll understand God will be a father. You'll understand that God is good. You'll understand exactly who you are. Why? Because you're confused because you are listening to the wisdom of this world. And he says, you'll make foolish the wisdom of the world. And then your family will persecute you. You know, those charismatic Pentecostals die. Yes, they are going to throw all kinds of things because they don't understand. Don't fight them. Just be Christ in front of them. Can you say amen this morning? The Bible says this, but to those who are called, what he's doing now this morning, he's calling people, both Jews and Greeks, Gentiles, all of us. He says, Christ, the power of God. Listen, and Christ, the wisdom of God. Verse 25, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. They make God to be a fool. They make the gospel to be a fool. He says, but even that foolishness that you think is foolish, he says, it's wiser than any man out there. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. You think Christians are weak? You think people that serve Jesus Christ are weak? He says, wait until you get into a challenge. You'll see how suddenly weak that, that message is because you're going to see how strong they are for you, those people who judged all your life. So Christ, the power of God, Christ, the wisdom of God. You see, Christ, the power of God, is the word power is dunamis. It's inherent. We didn't make the power. We don't have to generate the power. It's inherent. We, were, we received it. We got it when the Holy Spirit was poured out on us. It's a power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. So we receive the nature of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. It now resides in us. That's why the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. We're not Jesus, but we can think like Jesus. We can know how Jesus would have operated in 2023 by the Spirit of God, because we have dunamis power in us. He says what? He says, Colossians 1, To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not Christ on the outside of you. It's Christ inside you now. It's a mystery. People don't understand it. I still get questions from my school friends. How did you get to this place where you're a pastor in a church? I say, I don't know. Did you study a course? Yes, we studied, but Peter didn't study. Andrew didn't study. They were fishermen. They just heard Christ. Follow me. And something moved in their heart because God desires that every human being, every human being, that none will perish, but everyone will know who he is? Paul said, I want to know Him. I want to know Him, nothing else. I preach Christ crucified and Him only. Jesus plus nothing. What must I do? Just believe. Must I? No, just believe. Must I? No, just believe. Must I? know? just believe. But, but, no, just believe. And if you can believe, all things are possible to Him who can believe. Now Paul writes and he says, let me tell you, you think that this is hard? You think you've got no answer for tomorrow? He says, now unto Him, Ephesians 3.20, now to Him, not to me, now to Him who is able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above everything that I might ask or think. And the Bible says, in all you're asking, make your requests known through prayer and supplication. Bring your requests before God. He says, yes, and once you've brought those requests, I will take those requests, and I'll do exceedingly, abundantly, above that. Where are you this morning? What do you desire from Christ this morning? Don't look over there. Don't look over there. Don't look to a prophet. Don't look to social media. Just look to Jesus. How? Just believe it. What is it this morning? Is it your marriage? Is it your finances? Is it your faith? Is it your hope? Is it your self-esteem? Do you think less of yourself than you ought because people have spoken words of death over you all your life? Have you tried things in the natural because you thought there was pressure on you to produce as your father and mother put pressure on you throughout your life? You better slim, but answers the. What do you the. What is And are slim, but then you better. And you don't like what they're telling you to do. And you've, you've got another uh, 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 way about you. And I say this to you because I say sometimes we're doing things in life because there's the social pressure on us. But who is it to you in the midnight hour? That dream, that desire that's in your heart that won't leave you that beats all the time but you're afraid of what people are going to think about you maybe you've tried before I told you before I tried six businesses they all failed my seventh one worked I thank God my seventh one worked because the first six were all about me then when I got the seventh one and it worked God said now I want to make you a channel for my kingdom and I gave lots of money to the church because by then I'd worked out all my nonsense because sometimes we think I'll just have money I'll be happy no Jesus plus nothing it's not Jesus plus money it's not Jesus plus success. It's not Jesus plus social media influence. It's not Jesus plus my name up in lights. It's, not Je- it's Jesus plus nothing. Paul said to the Philippian church, he said, I thank God for the gifts that you sent me by Epaphroditus. I, I thank you. I appreciate the thing. Thank you for sowing into my ministry. He said, but I want to tell you, he says, I'm full. I have all. Why? He says, because I have Christ. He says, I've learned to be content whether I've got little or whether I've got much, whether, whether I'm a base or whether I abound. He said, but I'm content because I'm settled. I've got peace with Christ. If you are, if you, if you can get to that point in your Christian walk where you're not worried about tomorrow, what you'll eat or drink or whatever put on you, you're starting to mature in your belief, it's not easy, it's a journey. But if you look to Christ and not add something to Christ Christ and my guilt, Christ and my condemnation, Christ and my nothing, Christ by Himself. In closing, He says, What? Christ, the power of God. He says, Christ, the wisdom of God. Let me say to you this morning, Christ is God's complete demonstration of wisdom. Christ is God's complete demonstration of wisdom. Besides the fact that the Bible says in Hebrews that Christ is the express image of God. If you look at Christ, you look at God. He said, but Christ is what? The complete demonstration of wisdom. Why? Because Christ, the wisdom of God. If you wanna know what wisdom is, go to Christ. If you wanna know what the answer is, go to Jesus. If you wanna know what to do, talk to Jesus. Jesus you want to know what to where to go talk to jesus if you want to know what tomorrow decisions you must make talk to jesus christ the wisdom of god you see he's not he needs nothing added to him he's not jesus plus the ten commandments because people play that game well i need the ten commandments as a moral crutch no you don't need it because if you need it remember one of the ten commandments is the sabbath thou shall keep the sabbath that means from to this week now friday night you stop working because that's the that's the sabbath shabbat friday night to saturday night so if you get home from a long week afraid of aunt switch off the tv switch off the internet switch off your phone because that's the shabbat you shall do nothing but i uh, but, but oh so now it's jesus plus nine to you because now we're starting to adapt things according to where we find this is the game we start to play and i say it doesn't work because that thing's been eradicated why because christ is enough he is the fulfillment of everything you need he is peace he is rest listen in christ in closing in christ God is well pleased with you. Matthew 3, 17. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So if Christ is in you and God was pleased with his son, then he's pleased with you because he's pleased with his son. In Christ, you are full and fed. John 6, 35. And Jesus said to him, I am the bread of life. Listen, he who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me shall never thirst. So you say we hunger and thirst after righteousness. Well, just believe in Christ and you'll be full and fed. Speak to Him every day. He'll feed you every day. Why? Because you're with Him in Christ you walk in light and life John 8 12 then Jesus spoke to them again saying in the light I am the light of the world listen he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life listen to what your Bible says he who follows me if you're a follower of Christ this morning the Bible says you shall not walk in darkness but you'll have the light of life and everybody out there who's got issues with themselves and their, and their gender and this sexuality and education and politics or whatever it is out there it's because they're walking in the darkness they don't understand who Christ is and our job is to get to them and to reach them to preach Christ to them so light and life can come to them and when light and life comes to them it's a life like mine I turned 180 degrees I changed totally I became went from this hardened person to this person that could hear God for the first time his word spoke to me his spirit led me as many as are led by the spirit of God not driven by the spirit of God as many as are hit by the spirit of God or judged by the spirit of God as many as are led by the spirit of God they shall be the sons and the daughters of God you are a son of the living God. You are a daughter of the living God. You are an heir of the promise. Amen. You have the right to ask God to give you wisdom from heaven because Christ is the wisdom of God. You see in Christ you have an open door to God. John 10 9 I am the door. If anyone enters by me he will be saved and he will go in and out and have pasture. Not go in and never come out. Go in and out. Go and do your job. Come out. Go to the gym. Come out. But be light. Be Shine your light before men so when they see the Christ's light in You, they can know about Christ and they can change their lives. In Christ, you are safe and secure john 10 14 i am the good shepherd and i know my sheep and i'm known by my own you have a good shepherd inside of you the holy spirit he will lead you and guide you he will speak to you he will prompt your heart he'll tell you what to do he'll tell you what decisions to make he's a good father in christ you never die john eleven twenty five. 25 jesus said to you, i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me Though he may die, he shall live. We never die. We just change addresses. Why? Because we're in Christ. And in Christ, it is enough. In Christ, you are part of God's good tree. John 15 verse 5. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Come on, jump on your feet all over this place this morning. You are part of God's good tree. God is the root, Christ is the vine. We are the branches. You are part of a good tree, and a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. You are part of a great destiny in Christ. Behold, if you are in Christ, old things have passed away and all things have become new. Come on, Christian, give Jesus a shout of praise all over this place. Jesus bless nothing stay standing that's why God is calling you today to walk through the door of faith in Him to walk with the Good Shepherd John 14 verse 6 I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life no one comes to the Father except through me thank you for listening to this powerful message If your life was impacted in any way and you would want to connect to any of our CRC churches worldwide, then please go visit our website at crccapetown.co.za and click on the Plan a Visit tab. Thank you for listening.